Welcome to Taiwan Report News Brief, news analysis and context from Taichung, Taiwan. I'm Donovan Smith. Well, the pandemic has finally hit Taiwan. After only having around a thousand cases, the vast majority of them imported, just a couple of weeks ago, as of today, we're now over 3,100 cases. We've had over 200 cases a day for, for a week now, with a peak so far being a few days ago at 333. Now, the foreign media has jumped all over the outbreak, characterizing Taiwan as complacent, and local media makes it sound like Taiwan's pandemic prevention measures were riddled with holes. And, as Jenna Lynn Cody pointed out in her excellent piece on Lauren Cha, link over on Taiwan Report if you want to check it out, there is also a whiff of schadenfreude about their reporting. The reality so far is not yet as dire as they imply, nor has Taiwan's response been as poor as portrayed in some quarters. That being said, the situation is serious, and there were some serious mistakes made. We aren't yet in full lockdown, though we're one level below that with mask mandates, schools shut, certain types of mostly nightlife businesses closed, events canceled, and restaurants up north limited to takeout only, and even contact tracing information required to enter 7-Elevens. Some companies, especially in the north, are allowing staff to work from home or are staggering hours. Now, as a side note, by the way, something I learned during SARS is that the main impact of the mask wearing is less about protecting people from getting infected, though it does definitely help with that, but more about keeping people who are already infected from coughing into the open air and infecting other people. Now, the chink in the armor this time was China Airlines pilots. On this, the government really did drop the ball. Taiwan already has had one limited outbreak due to a pilot, but curiously, Taiwan continued to only mandate a three-day quarantine for them. They should have insisted on them being vaccinated, and there was enough quantity on hand for that, or face the standard two-week quarantine. Worse, in spite of having two buildings, the Novotel Hotel they were staying at mixed quarantining airline staff with regular tourists attracted by a special package offer. The hotel did keep the two groups apart by keeping them on separate floors, but it appears that Novotel staff may have been the link between the two. Once it was clear there was an outbreak, the government did act quickly to try and contain it, using contact tracing and testing, which they had used in the past to great effect. One problem this, this time, however, is that this is the UK variant, which is much more virulent than what they were used to. From there, large clusters formed. In one infamous inf incident, a group of Lions Club members had dinner together, then visited a hostess tea shop in the Wanhua district for a little hanky-panky. As the health minister Chen Shizhong put it, of what happened there, quote, I have no personal experience, but it's my understanding it's hard to keep consistent with masking and social distancing under the circumstances. <laughs> That led to a community outbreak. Then it spread from there. For example, a woman in the grape business, who the local media naturally dubbed Grape Mother, visited Wanhua and contracted the virus. She went back to Zhanghua, attended a wedding party, went to a KTV afterwards, and also met up with her singing class. From her alone, so far, that outbreak has spread to 55 people. 
So far, the vast bulk of the cases have been in the north, Taipei, Taoyuan, Geelong, and most hard hit of all, New Taipei City. The number of locales with infections, however, continues to grow, with Nanto, for example, getting its first case just yesterday. So does the government have this under control? Well, the truth is, we don't know for sure, but it looks like they partially have it under control. They're in a series of races against the virus. The numbers of new cases per day has been roughly stable in the 240 to 333 range for a few days now, after spiking sharply in the first days of the, this outbreak. Unfortunately, those numbers reflect the situation from between three and ten days ago. As of today, less than a quarter of cases don't have a clear chain of providence. So, the good news is that they have been able to track and follow up on the vast majority of cases. In other words, they've got most outbreaks largely under control. The bad news is that there are still hundreds of cases they don't know how or from whom they got infected. That means there's a significant possibility that there are people out there still infecting people without anyone knowing who, who they are, where they are, or how to find them. That's where they don't have the, have the, the situation under control. So, it's a race between the virus and the government's ability to accurately connect the dots. The other big question, and another race against the virus, is how effective will the Level 3 measures taken to slow the spread be? The CECC says that case numbers would need to remain over 100 for two weeks straight, and the number of cases of unclear origin would have to rise over 50% to reach Level 4, which is full lockdown. We're over halfway through the first condition, but it still weighs off of the second. Level 3 does have some effective tools, especially the mask wearing, the widespread requirement to leave contact tracing information, and the barring of events of more than five people indoors and ten people outdoors. Leaving aside the issues of privacy and government overreach, they are likely to significantly slow the spread of the virus. Slow being the operative word here. Will it slow it enough for the government to whittle down the numbers and eventually get it under control? The truth is, we don't know. Judging from my neighborhood, it appears that pretty much everyone is cooperating with the guidelines. Gamely filling out the tracing forms or using the provided QR code, spritzing their hands and wearing their masks. Even the KMT called for the public to comply. Now, this makes it hard to compare with many other countries where compliance was less mandatory and many flouted the guidelines. Now, the claim that Taiwanese are cooperating because of Confucianism is highly dubious. Mostly, it is due to Taiwanese commonly wearing face masks prior to the pandemic due to air pollution, the government generally being, though not completely, transparent on the situation, effective communication campaigns, and aggressive efforts against misinformation. Health Minister and the head of the CECC, Chen Shizhong, seems quite confident that Level 3 is the right choice for now, and says he expects Taiwan won't have to go to full lockdown. Though my take is he should have gone to Level 3 two or three days earlier than he did, but didn't due to overconfidence, the question now is, should they move to Level 4 lockdown? Well, that depends on what the actual situation is right now. 
And the problem there is it's still too early to know for sure. Until a clear trend line forms through enough days of data to come to a reasonable conclusion, we just don't know. It appears that is what Chen is doing, holding off until a clear trend line appears one way or another. It's understandable at this point why he's being cautious on moving to level four. That would shut down large segments of the economy and impose a significant psychological toll on the country. We won't know for sure if he's made the right call or not for a week or more likely two. If he's wrong, though, we will end up with a lockdown anyway. The economy will tank. The hospital system will be overwhelmed and people will die. Now, I don't envy his job. These are heavy decisions to make. On another race against the virus, Taiwan is losing, and that is getting vaccinated. So far, only around 1% of the population has been. This isn't entirely Taiwan's fault. The decisions on which countries got how many vaccines were made overseas. And Taiwan simply hasn't been high on those lists. So only small numbers have arrived. The alternative was to take in vaccines from China, but opinion polls showed almost no one willing to take them, and they are known to not be anywhere near as effective as other vaccines. The government is doing what it can to beg or bully more vaccines our way, including warning that if Taiwan doesn't get more vaccines, that will worsen the worldwide chip shortage. Taiwan has enough vaccines on order to cover almost the entire population, But only a few hundred thousand have arrived so far, and only a few hundred thousand more expected to arrive soon. There are hopes for millions by the end of June, but that still might not be enough. Two locally developed vaccines are expected to be launched in July, though at the expense of skipping stage three testing. Unfortunately, all of these are coming too slowly to help significantly now at this critical juncture when things could go either way. Now, overall, it's important to keep in mind that, in spite of breathless reporting, the situation still isn't out of control. As Jenna noted, now is the time to take prudent precautions, but we're far from being in a situation calling for panic. Stay home more, wear your mask, stop hugging random strangers on the street, and don't lick the produce at the supermarket. Even with the sharp jump in daily cases, the numbers are still lower than in many places around the world where they are lifting pandemic restrictions and talking about how they're putting the pandemic behind them. So if you're here in Taiwan, chin up. Taiwan is still one of the safest places in the world. And there's still a good chance it will remain that way. All right, I'm Donovan Smith. Thank you for joining me on the program. Be sure to hit like and subscribe. And if you're on YouTube, hit that little bell. And if you can, it means a lot to us here at Taiwan Report. If you can join us as a patron on Taiwan Report, sorry, on patreon.com slash Taiwan Report, that would be really helpful to us here. All right. And also check us out on our site, report.tw. This has been brought to you by the Taiwan Report. For more content like this, become our patron at report.tw.